0: Good afternoon. My name is Larry Rosen. I'm president of a company called Edison Research, and we're based out in New Jersey. I've never come to this meeting before, and I found it completely fascinating. Just to briefly tell you about us, we're a a market research company. We do uh, all kinds of polling, survey research, and market research. We are best known as the company that does the exit polls for the U.S. television networks on election night. So if any of you have questions about that, come find me later. It's fascinating Work. It's the largest one-day research project performed in the world. Uh, we're a small business, but one day every four years we have over 4,000 people working for us on, on the U.S. presidential elections. The uh, other thing we do is we're easily the leading research company in the um, online radio space, and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And um, what I like to say is I think I have a really cool job because I um, do research about music, radio, technology is a, is a big part of what I do. It's, now increasingly called audio. And, and audio is a space that's just really, really important to people. And we do what the research world would call qualitative research, where we interview people about such things. And I started off with just a little video we made where uh, we, we did just that and talked to people about um, audio and how important it is to uh, them. Pretty
1: important. I think ambiance in life is important, and part of ambiance is uh, music or uh, sound.
0: I live alone, and, like, my
1: only noise is my dog. Like, I think that any type of audio just makes it feel, you know, not so lonely. And so that's why I have background music. That's why, you know, I'm always playing something. I listen
0: to it every day, for sure. While I'm in my uh, my car for the commute or at the gym or even just uh, you know, cleaning the apartment or, or cooking
1: or something like that. So pretty much listen to music all day. Probably seventy-five percent of my day in listening to music. So I don't really know why it's so important. I've just always really liked music, and I've I don't know why, but like it's like I I focus better. I feel like sometimes when I'm listening to music. So either whether that's driving or working or doing something, I just always listen to music. And so to have all the outlets that I have is really important to me. It's really important to me. I don't know how I would um, function without. Listening to, um, well, I'm here in the morning and <laughs> the evenings and just at work um, throughout the day. Um, it's just, yeah, it makes life more interesting.
0: Yeah, same here. I mean, there's
1: like music stuff everywhere. So, yeah, it's like, it's a pretty big deal to me. It's probably on. At least sixty to seventy percent of my waking hours. I mean, so it's that's definitely a huge part of my everyday life. Our, our household always has some sort of music going on. So him and I sort of clash on types of music that we listen to. So there's sometimes a battle. Um, we'll take turns, but I'd say that for the whole household, we there's always somebody listening to some sort of music. Well, we listen to the radio, all uh, like. All throughout the day, except for my, when my son is sleeping. It's pretty important.
0: Uh, you know, I don't. I guess I just don't like silence in general. Like if I'm in the car, I've got to have something going on. Uh, it just, I'll get bored. <laughs> so, luckily, all of you guys work in something that's really important to people as well. So, what I'd like to do to start is actually uh, take you back in time to the year 1998. Uh, so, in some ways, that's a long time ago. In some ways, that's not so long ago. In 1998... The most talked about person in America was a woman named Monica Lewinsky, who just popped back into our lives a little bit. The biggest movies of that year were Saving Private Ryan and There's Something About Mary. And the top-rated TV shows were Seinfeld, ER, and Friends. Uh, The top-selling albums of the year 1998, 16 years ago, were the soundtrack from the movie Titanic and Sevens from Garth Brooks. And a few more things about 1998, 16 years ago. In 1998, there were pretty much only two ways to consume music. One could buy an album on CD or at that time still cassette tapes, or one could listen to FM radio and hope you might get the chance to hear your favorite song. A couple more things about 1998. In 1998, a guy named Mark Cuban changed the name of his startup to to Broadcast.com. He built a business collecting this new idea of streaming radio stations via the still mostly dial-up Internet. It turns out audio could be carried pretty well despite a relatively slow bit rate. Uh, In that year of 1998, this is Mark in the back uh, there. You can see him smiling at you. Um, In that year, he would take that company public. And as you guys probably know, one year later, it would be acquired by Yahoo at a value of $5.7 billion. Uh, The reason you now see Mark Cuban on Shark Tank or on the sidelines of his own Dallas Mavericks is because people bought into the future of audio being transferred over the Internet. Now, like lots of companies, Yahoo just totally wasted that asset and let it sort of fizzle away. But nonetheless, Mark Cuban is a billionaire as a result of it. And one other thing is that in 1998, my company started a tracking study, a longitudinal study, as we say in the research game, of online radio, online music, and other digital advancements, which has come to be known as the infinite dial. We started this series of studies to track this new concept of Internet radio. We got a graphic designer to make that fantastic uh, little graphic um, and uh, to, to see where is this all going. And we look back on it, and the whole study seems about as quaint as that logo uh, did. We had references in the questionnaire to cellular telephones and Internet websites and things like this. And we actually had the foresight to ask about a bunch of brands, radio brands. And these were the ones in our questionnaire. And it just fascinated me to put these in here because I realized that not a single one, these were the brands we asked about. And with this semi-sort of exception of real audio, none of these brands exists any longer. This was; These were the state-of-the-art brands of internet radio circa 1998. And that's really the story of these studies we've been doing, is the incredible documentation of change. And so I want to walk you through some of the findings from our Infinite Dial series and some of the things that have come and gone and changed. But as you look at this data uh those of you who who came today are, are it's important you understand this that this study is completely public uh we any data we have we make freely available to anybody as long as there's a sufficient sample size for any question you want to know about so if uh, when I'm done, if, if there's a question you do want to know about, just shoot me an email or come find me after this or whatever. And that data is completely available. And that's why Brian asked me to come here, is to make you guys aware of that. That was the main thing he wanted you guys to know about, which is that there's this amazing survey that tells you – that it basically could be the market research of your business and is the market research for lots and lots of businesses out here and elsewhere. And, and it's all – uh, really, the music tech business is being cataloged by these series of studies that we're doing. So, uh, um, like I said, we've been doing this since 1998, and now we have this fancy new logo. We did this most recent study. It was sponsored by uh, Triton uh, Digital, which uh, some of you may be aware of. And um, if we go all the way back to that first study, we asked um, a question. Have you ever listened to internet radio, and we were actually surprised back in, I thought we'd get like 1% of people saying they had ever done it in 1998, we were actually surprised to the high side that 6% of people uh, had done it back in 1998, and we've watched as the definition of radio has really changed, we created this other video for a project we did where we talked to people about what radio means to them now, and uh, I'll show you that one as well
1: how does it hook up is it bluetooth yeah it's bluetooth and i'll just play whatever is on my phone so i can control it through my phone or i can control it through here everybody get up
0: I don't think of radio as AM-FM. I think of radio as Pandora, Google Music, Spotify, RDO, you know, podcast networks. That, to me, is radio. Your
1: friends will bring a radio. What is your definition of radio? Well, a radio as in something to put your iPhone into. Not an actual radio.
0: You don't need no That man is not your maker. I'm gonna take a
1: good you mean internet radio or just radio in general? Yeah. AM, FM radio. You mean like an AM, FM radio station? Yeah.
0: so you guys can see there from the consumer perspective this concept of radio has expanded and changed so dramatically and and uh the the consumer thinks of everything as radio there's I don't know if you, any of you are aware of it, but there's insane discussions within the AMFM radio business about what is the definition of radio and should Pandora be allowed to call themselves radio as if, as if there's an international board of allowance of what you could call yourself or something like that. And uh, But to the consumers, you can see it's all radio and it's all changing and it's all blurring. So... What we have seen is from that 6% at the beginning, In term, we've been tracking that study and study after study for 16 consecutive years. Do, have you ever listened to Internet radio? And this is from a survey of everybody age 12 and over in the United States. So this includes lots of people, you know, 65-plus, who uh, are most of the people who say no to this question at this point. So from 6% 16 years ago to the nice round 66%, Uh, 16 years later, where two-thirds of everybody has listened to online radio in some fashion. Uh, Up until about five or six years ago, listening to online radio, believe it or not, just five or six years ago, overwhelmingly meant listening to the streams of AM, FM radio stations via the Internet. Now it overwhelmingly means listening to uh, uh, pure play things, largely Pandora, as I'll get into We've been tracking, going back to '03. have you done this? In, so that first question was, have you ever done it, period? But we've been tracking back to '03. have you listened to it in the last month? And we're up to 47% of everyone uh, in America says that they've listened to online radio in the month before they were surveyed. This survey was done in January of this year. So you see the... Incredible growth, and you can't have to notice the acceleration of growth over the last five years. And um, that, that is really uh, the period where things have really taken off. And it's taken off overwhelmingly because of the adoption of the smartphone. The smartphone is what has pushed online radio uh, into a dramatic growth phase because you can see the percentage of people who have a smartphone has grown dramatically as well, as you guys all know, over the last five years. And these two data points are are completely linked to each other. The fact that people are listening to so much online radio is absolutely linked to the fact that they're doing it via a smartphone uh, in increasing numbers. Uh, the, uh, and so I have one last video for you about uh, where the smartphone fits in to all this stuff. Like I said before, I think most of my listening
1: comes off that phone, You know, either through Pandora or through like my library on there. I, yeah, I mean, I think overall it's my probably my top listening, you know, mechanism. My listening habits have changed a little bit. I think before I, I didn't really listen to music on my phone. Um, so I do that a lot now. Okay, so before I had an iPhone, I had an iPod, which had, like, you know, all those gigs of music on it. And um, so I would listen to music I, like, owned. Um, and now I don't really listen to music I own. I have a ton of it, um, barely any of it is on my phone, and I, I find I'm more interested in kind of, like, exploring through, you know, what you can do on an iPhone, like, to find other music.
0: Now it's mostly, you know, all the music that I want to listen to is sort of organized through Pandora or Slacker Radio or my friends play it, and it's, you know, not really conventional stuff that I would be buying. Like, I never really pay for music.
1: Um. Instead of having burned CDs in my car, I could just keep um, my phone with me and play my music through my phone, and so I would probably listen to the radio less as a result. Well, I've had a smartphone probably for the last two or three years. Um, It was definitely more convenient. I can listen in more places. I listened more just in general, because, you know, walking around town or working out and things like that, I really, like, depended on it to work out at the gym and things like that. So it's made it a lot more convenient and a lot more customized to what I like. I think it's because there's so many different outlets to listen to music. Um, Like, when you have your iPod, that's all you have. But if you have, like, Pandora or Spotify or one of those apps, you have, like, you can kind of listen to anything you want at any time you want. So it's just a lot, I don't know, there's more variety, I feel like. Well, I can't even, I mean, if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would only be listening to music through my phone, you know, 90% of the time or through my computer, I would have said you're crazy. So, I mean, who knows what um, what it's going to look like 10 years from now. Um, but... With so much of my listening being through different applications, I mean, I can only see it probably going further down that road.
0: She's such an attractive lady, we stuck her with that terrible, we froze the frame with her looking so, so uh, terrible. So, let me get off of that. So, let me just walk you through uh, a few other data points that we have just to give you a flavor for the kind of stuff. That is available to you if if you want to see it. We've been tracking not just have you listened to online radio and you saw those numbers going up and up, but we ask anyone who says they're listening to online radio to self-report how much time they estimate they've spent in the last week. And while this isn't the most precise measure in the world, you can see that every year people will tell us that they've spent more time, asking the same question in the same way. People tell us that they're spending more time. So it's more people as I showed in the previous graph, times more time, as I show on this graph. And so you see this just explosion in the total amount of time that people are giving. And you saw in those videos indications of what's going on here, which is that the times where they might have been listening to uh, AM, FM radio, that's getting challenged. But it's also bringing audio or radio into places where it wasn't so easy until recently, like the gym or just walking around or things like that. But the, the fact that the, that smartphone is in their pocket or purse with them at all time. is bringing audio, and in this case, online radio, along with them everywhere they go. The car remains the big uh, fortress or bastion of AM, FM radio, and increasingly the car is being challenged now by people integrating their phones into the car environment, and we've been tracking this number since... Uh, 2010, and I remember thinking no one was going to say, just like I said earlier, I thought no one was going to say they ever used uh, their listen to online radio in their car, and we got the same story 6%. So I guess you always start with 6%. But we've been tracking that forward, and up to a quarter of everyone who's, who uh, owns a cell phone now says that they've listened to online radio in their car uh, by jacking it into their car uh, radio system or audio system. A little bit about brands, and this has been fascinating to me, uh, listening to the different panels here. Uh, This is just awareness of these brands that we asked about, and it's probably too small for most of you to read. uh, But by far the best-known brand in this space is Pandora, with 70% of every last person in America saying they've heard of Pandora. Um, And then after that, iHeartRadio, iTunes Radio, which was less than six months old when we did the survey, but benefiting from that iTunes brand and on down the list, uh, after we fielded this, we heard from a number of other brands saying why aren 't we in there so next year we 'll ask about a bunch more we, we goofed up and missed things like Groove Shark and Eight uh, Tracks and others. Uh, but Pandora is way out ahead of everybody else, and I think it would surprise a lot of people this meeting that Spotify as of February of this year was only known by twenty eight percent of people it 's known it 's the big one among the, the this kind of crowd, but it has not achieved that mainstream kind of understanding uh, that Pandora has. This is have you, have you listened to any of these in the last month, and almost a third of every last American has listened to Pandora. I'll, I'll take questions right at the end, okay? Um, has listened to Pandora in the last month, among all people, 12-plus, and you see those numbers way, way, way uh, ahead of everybody else. And then if you look at it by age groups, the red bars are the 12- to 24-year-olds, uh, yes, Spotify does best twelve to twenty four when among the young young people, but still pandora fifty five percent of all twelve to twenty four year olds saying they 've listened to Pandora in the week before this this survey um, so just getting through a couple other things I thought might be of interest. This, by the way, this is an incredibly huge study with lots and lots of stuff. It's just a little highlights tour relating to music technology. We ask people what do they listen on ever. So these numbers can add to way over 100%. And 67% of those who listen online radio say they listen on their desktop or laptop, and the equal percentage say they listen on their smartphone. So obviously a lot of people doing both. But we have a third of people saying they listen on a tablet. saying they listen to radio on an Internet-connected television. I just recently got a Samsung Smart TV, and they fired up, and the logos there were Netflix and Pandora. Those were the first two logos that you saw on the screen. Um, And we we asked about an Internet-connected audio system like Sonos, and 2% of people said they listen on that, but that's obviously one that we're just beginning to track. And then we ask smartphone owners about apps. Which apps have you downloaded? And, again, it might be a little small, uh, but that one orange bar that's way, way, way bigger than any others is Pandora. Fifty percent of all smartphone owners say uh, that they've downloaded Pandora. And um, the uh, Pandora, I know for a fact, is the second most downloaded app in the history of the iTunes Music Store after a little app called Facebook. Uh, and, um, and then you see the huge gap down to Shazam as the second highest one among these ones. We asked about iHeartRadio, the big effort of Clear Channel and the radio industry in third place, and then on down the list um, to some smaller numbers. And then uh, one, a couple last items. We did ask people, um, interestingly, and again, different from this crowd, we asked people, how, interest, how interested are you in keeping up to date with music? And you may be shocked because it's down there at the very bottom and very small, but only half of people said that they're either very or somewhat interested in keeping up to date with music. Uh, so it's not everybody. In fact, the majority of people, and I know this for a fact, I've been researching music and radio for over a quarter of a century. If you ask people... Name your five favorite musical artists. The, the majority of people can 't get to five, not because they can 't get their twenty favorite artists down to five. they simply cannot think of five and so you all, and so that 's why I think it 's good for someone like me to be here and, and bring facts about you know the size of these markets and and how many here everyone cares, and everyone could list probably one hundred and fifty favorite artists. but in point of fact, the numbers are smaller than you might uh, expect, but even among that half of people who do keep up to date for mu- with music. AMFM Radio, as of today, was the most used item uh, for keeping up to date with music with 75%. Uh, You see, though, half of people said Pandora – Spotify, fourteen percent on down the list. But here's where you guys and music technology really is bringing the change. If you isolate twelve to twenty-four year olds and ask where do you where do you keep up to date with music, it turns. And I've seen this from studies that YouTube has uh, done for themselves. YouTube is actually the number way that young people uh, keep up to date with music. And uh, AMF and radio well, is still very strong, but falls into fourth place. So. Like I said, that's just a quick highlights tour through all the kinds of data. I did want to take at least the one question that's out there, but I just want you also to know that on top of data about online radio, we have data about, if you're interested in any of these things, online video, smartphone ownership, tablets, e-readers, internet-connected television, social media, music identification apps like Shazam and SoundHound. We have voluminous data on media usage in the car, media usage at the workplace, music discovery, podcasting, internet access, and many, many other items. So if any of these are items that you, your business model depends on or what you're trying to do depends on, come find me or send me an email, and I'll be happy to uh, uh, try to get you whatever data we have. Like I said, this is all public stuff uh, that is a resource to you and why Brian thought to ask uh, me to come and talk. So there's my email address there. Uh, and yes, sir, you had a question? I, I saw that RDO was mentioned in the apps research, but that it wasn't even – it wasn't listed in how people listen to radio. Was it included in the – Yeah, RDO was on our list, and, and I can get to the RDO numbers. RDO as of today as a brand name is very, very, very small. I am I mean, just curious. It's just getting off the ground. And, again, that's what – this is the great thing about market research, right, is you guys – all of, like, the overwhelming majority of people here are based in California, or more specifically in the Bay Area. You're know, who doesn't know about RDO? Everybody knows about RDO. Well, about 1% of Americans have ever heard of RDO. Um, the, uh, and uh, that's why market research is valuable to, to test these kinds of, and to, to understand that what your experience is is not necessarily the experience. Of most people. And so uh, that to me is is kind of fun. You know, I mean, again, this is a world where had I asked by a show of hands, what's bigger, Spotify or Pandora, I wouldn't be shocked if most hands went up for Spotify. But but, uh, what's that? That Not only is Pandora bigger than Spotify, Pandora is way bigger than Spotify. It's not even close. But again, uh, among people who are into music and into all that kind of stuff, Spotify has a lot more mojo than Pandora. Pandora's owns the big middle of America, uh, but the cool people think it's Spotify. Yes. So I'm I'm giving you guys a compliment by saying that. Yes. So did you see data on um, growth of in-car consoles versus... We've been tracking that very carefully. In fact, if you go to our website, you'll see a whole report on in-car media and in-car stuff, including some great videos. Uh, um, It's it's an incredibly exciting space. And I will just say this. As of, you know... Cars on the average car on the road is 11 years old, and uh, car the car industry takes a long time to turn over. It's not like going and getting your new phone or something like that. But for people who for people who trade in the 11-year-old car and now they get a new car that usually has satellite radio installed, easy integration with their iPhone or actually built-in kind of stuff like Entune or Ford Sync and these kinds of things, I always compare it to Dorothy opening the door to Oz and walking out of black and white into Technicolor. These people are so excited and they, they, I mean... The AM/FM radio just falls to the... I mean, they're trading in cars that had cassette decks in them, in, in many cases. And, and so their their behavior changes completely. But it's very early days, and it's just getting started. And as of today, only a tiny percentage of people have that easy integration. Now, and for most people, it's still a complicated integration with the aux jack and the cords dangling down and things like that. And, and hard... Is hard, you know, hard. People only—you got to really care to 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 do some of these hard things. But as it becomes easy, you see huge behavioral changes. Um, Hi, yes, hi, Larry. Um, question. So. You showed in the beginning the ten, like 10 companies, I think, in 98, and none of them are around anymore. Right. Just, you've been doing this a while. I'm just curious of the companies that are the big 10 now. How many do you think will be around in 10 years that's from a, now? I, that's a great question. I'm asked that question all the time. I always say I'm not a futurist. I'm a presentist, so I don't like to uh, make predictions because – the good thing about making predictions is people seldom call you on them and say, oh, you predicted that and you were wrong, just like, you know, Jean Dixon is right once and, and made a whole career out of it or whatever. Only people my age even know who that is. But the um, – uh, um, uh, she's been dead for probably 20 years. The um, – uh, um, I think there will be fewer brands in the future. Uh, that, I think, is the way of these things, That that there's only so much – space to uh, to maintain uh, those, uh, there's only so much brain space for these brands to survive. And none of those companies that I held up uh, show that the names for, with the exception of SiriusXM, is making money. Um, so uh, they all have that challenge of figuring out how they're going to become profitable. Uh, and I don't think they all can. I think there will be consolidations and mergers and winners and losers, uh, but I'm not big on, on playing the game of who, who will they be because that will show up in the newspapers, and I'll be in big trouble if I, if I come out that way. Was, one, was there one more question? or Yeah, I'm sorry. Hi. Two um, more questions. Actually, I found it very, very interesting what you said
1: about majority of people not being willing enough to explore new music. Uh, I was wondering what your personal opinion is about it why why does that happen? Why do people do not want to discover new music?
0: yeah, if you look at the data i mean there's there 's a couple of factors the the biggest the biggest correlate is age, and as people get older their interest in the percentage of people as people get older interested in keeping up to date with music drops and drops very dramatically uh, as um, you know, um, it, it just you know contemporary music rolls along, and you get farther and farther away in age from uh, from what's you know uh, being produced at that time. Uh, the other big correlate, the other big factor, which is a little harder to tease out in the music, is is just time. Uh, you know, the um, uh, you know when you're young and it's part of sort of the lifestyle. Hey, did you hear this? Whatever. Uh, as you get older, maybe you get married, you have children, your careers become of more importance then the it just keeps funneling down the number of people who are going to be motivated to make music sort of a a hobby that they want to uh, participate in, and as other things you know crop up as as increasingly important. So I mean, I don't really have the data on this, but I'm sure as Kids Bop takes over for, for the actual original version, you kind of start to wane in, in your interest in. Oh, does you guys not even know what Kids Bop is? The um, I'm probably the only parent here as well. So the uh, uh, so th- that's probably part of it as well. But um, but it's always been overstated by everybody. Everyone thinks oh, everybody keeps up to date with music when they're younger or whatever like that, even that's been terribly overstated. It's not nearly as big as people think. Do
1: you think it's majorly social and not technological?
0: Uh, in... Oh, yeah, it's a lifestyle. I think it's a lifestyle thing. It's not the challenge of keeping up. I Even in old days, when you know, before social media or before modern, the most modern forms of communication about that, uh, you know, it... it it might get better as, as it's easier to communicate with social media and things like that, but I think it's much more a, a lifestyle age factor than it is a uh, – it was too hard to do in the past or something like that. Uh, yes, one more? Okay, is it this gentleman here? Given the recent uh, FCC regulation that came up regarding the fact that they stated flat out that they didn't believe Internet listening had an impact on AMFM reception, how is this research that you're discovering and the impact that it's having on uh, the
1: behavior of, of listeners out there? Because, the, again, uh, for those that – I don't know how many people followed that, but the FCC basically said uh, we don't need to regulate internet broadcasting as we do uh, over-the-air broadcasting due to the fact that it's not – it's, it's being demonstrated that it's not having an impact. And the uh, broadcast listeners have a, a – can target their local markets a lot better, so we're gonna we're not going to regulate it in the same way.
0: Yeah. I'm not necessarily familiar with that FCC thing, and I'd be very interested for you to show me what it is. But the question I'm asked all the time is, what is the influence on AM, FM radio listening? And it's a great question that people should know the answer to as best as it can be known. And that is the CEOs of the big radio companies in America are constantly charging around, talking about the what the radio industry calls cume or cumulative audience, but advertisers would know better as reach. How many people listen to at least a little bit of radio on a typical day? And, I mean a typical week, I'm sorry. And that percentage is in the low 90s, believe it or not. 90 to 92% of every person um, age 6 and older, according to Nielsen, will listen to at least – Five minutes of radio in a week. Uh, and that number has been shockingly stable. If you go back 20, 30, 40 years, the number was about the same. And so that cum percentage doesn't drop. But what has changed dramatically is what the radio industry would call time spent listening or the hours of listening. And that has, in fact, dropped very dramatically. And it has actually started dropping almost 30 years ago and it had this slow, slow decline. And over the last five years, has had a much more rapid decline. And so it's not so much how many people listen at all, it's how much that they listen. And and absolutely, online radio, there's no two ways about it. Online radio is a contributing factor, as is uh, satellite radio as well, and, other, and all just the busy lives that, that we all leave that, that leaves people with uh, less time. That said, not all online radio listening is taken from over-the-air radio time. As I said earlier, a lot of online radio time is new time that's being created either from going where it didn't go before, like I said, to the gym, walking around all the places that it could bring audio to you that wasn't so convenient with the radio and absolutely shifted from time that you were spending listening um, to your own mu- owned music as we heard from the people in some of those videos I showed. So it's a complex system with changes and stuff like that, but AMF and radio listening is absolutely declining They're, and, and of course, the CEOs of radio companies are, are not making a big issue of that, but it is absolutely – so you don't see it in the newspapers too much, but it's absolutely true. Anyway, they're giving me the signal. Thank you so much for your attention, and I'm around for questions. <laughs> if you. Want.